All right, what's up, everybody? We're going to get started tonight really quickly, but before we get into tonight's word, we're going to get into a word of prayer, okay? So do me a favor, bow your heads, and we're going to ask God to speak to all of us tonight as we get into tonight's lesson in our series called Talking Sheep, all right? So Heavenly Father, we thank you so much because you are great. You are powerful. You are the beginning and the end. Um, Lord, without you, there is no us. Without you, we, there is no way we can breathe and exist. So, Lord, we honor you first and foremost. And tonight, Lord, as we get into your word, Lord, uh, Lord, we just pray for an insight, Father God, into what it is that you're teaching all of us. And, Lord, I pray for all these teenagers in here tonight, Lord, that they don't hear Carrie, that they hear your voice. Holy Spirit, you are activated in this place to speak to every single teenager that is in here tonight, from the youngest to the oldest. And, Lord, I just pray that your word is clear and it is direct and it is plain for everyone to understand, Lord. And so we thank you for that, Jesus. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, guys. So we're in a series this month called Talk is Cheap. What's up, my boy? Good to see you, man. We're in a series this month called Talk is Cheap, okay? Talk is Cheap, all right? And uh, we got this from Titus chapter 1, verse 16. Now, before we get into before I read this, um, I wanted to make a quick announcement real quick. So... Since I've been the youth pastor, you know, since like 2010, okay, that's when I started, I believe, as the year started, um, we've always used one Bible. I've always recommend parents to get their teenagers a specific Bible, and it's this one right here, Teen Life Application Study Bible. Um, I know Tori's had one in the past, um, still does, awesome, that's even better. I know I got Penelope and Brianna one like this, but anyway... I went ahead and bought me one, too, because I have, I have loads of Bibles, right? But I wanted to get one strictly for the youth ministry. Like, this is only going to be used for when I'm up here. But here's the thing. A lot of times, here's the truth. A lot of times, parents won't buy their teenagers a Bible because of one reason, all right? It's not that they don't want you to have one, but it's because they don't want to pay for one. Let's just be honest. They go to a book, the bookstore like Mardell's, and they see a teen Bible like this. $50 and like $50 for a Bible, right? Okay, so here's the good news. I bought this on eBay for six bucks, brand new. eBay, okay? So there's eBay, there's thriftbooks.com where you can find this exact Bible even cheaper on thriftbooks for like three or four dollars, okay? Guys, I want to encourage you this year to, to bring your Bible to youth, okay? to bring your Bible to you, specifically starting next month, okay? We're going to change up how we, before we, how we get into the, the Word of God. So you're definitely going to need a Bible when we do that. Of course, you don't have one. We have several here that you can use. But I want you to start bringing your own Bibles to church, man. It's a game changer when you can open it and you can read it for yourselves and everything, okay? So I want to encourage you, if you have a Bible, bring it. If it's up in, the, in your closet, pull it down. If you don't have a Bible, honestly, talk to me. I will be more than, they have tons of these on eBay right now. I'll be more than happy to get you one, okay? All right? But, you know, I want to encourage you to bring your Bibles to church, okay? Bring your Bibles to church, okay? It is so, so important, all right? So, with that being said, let's get back to what we're talking about. Titus chapter 1, verse 16. Titus chapter 1, verse 16. Our series this month is called Talk is Cheap. And if you've missed any of them, you can find them on the YouTube channel, New Life Youth, okay? And uh, all, the, all the talks are on there, okay? I love this verse. It's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. It says this, it says, Such people claim they know God, but they deny him by the way that they live. Okay? Such people claim they know God, but they deny him, God, 
by the way they live. They are detestable and disobedient, worthless for doing anything good. People claim they know God, but they deny him by the way they live. They are detestable and disobedient, worthless for doing anything good. Now, here's the ultimate question. We read that verse, right? And it's like, okay, what's the reason that is even being said right now? Okay, so picture this in your mind. A guy by the name of Paul, we've talked about him before, but he's writing a letter to this guy named Titus, okay? Now, Titus is a young leader that Paul has put in charge of a church, okay? Paul was there, now Paul has left, and so now Titus is in charge of this church. And Paul is writing to Titus, okay? And Paul is telling Titus, hey, Titus, there are some people around you who claim they know God, but they deny God completely by the way that they live their everyday lives. Okay? And so he was letting him know. Paul was telling and informing Titus there's people around him like this. People who claim they knew God, but those same people denied God by the way that they lived. Okay? There's so many people who claim they knew God around Titus, but they denied him by the way that they lived. You know, one of my favorite stories is a story that Pastor Chris tells. Okay? You know who Pastor Chris is? He's one of the uh, pastors, main pastors. That preaches, he's actually preaching tonight in the Wednesday service. But I'll never forget, he shared this one story with me. He was speaking at a youth event. So, like, think of like a spring retreat or think of GSYM Youth Conference, okay? He was, pre he was speaking, excuse me, at this big old youth event and there was this band. And there was this band up on the stage and they were singing this song about how, like, we're gonna stomp on the devil. And, all, and there was like this, like, there was this part in the song where, like, everyone was jumping and, like, like stomping, like, on the ground, like, because. We're going to stomp on the devil. And the whole crowd was going crazy, right? And so Pastor Chris gets up to preach. And when he gets up to preach, a young teenager, I can't remember if he said it was a girl or a boy, but a young teenager who had been dabbling in some demonic things, right, who was opening themselves up to demonic things, all of a sudden the demon inside her manifested and the possession became very public to where she was wilding out and or the teenager was wilding out, screaming and acting all kinds of crazy. And so... Pastor Chris thought, man, we're about to stomp on the devil because that's what the worship team said. You want to know what the worship team did? They packed up their stuff and took off out the door. They were totally scared and terrified. They didn't want nothing to do with it. And Pastor Chris said, he turned around and was like, I thought we were stomping on the devil, right? Again, there's many people who claim they know God. They claim they know God, right? But they deny him by the way that they live, right? There's so many people who claim, oh, yeah, I know God. I love God. I'm all about this God life. I'm all about that Christian walk. I'm all about that. But yet they say one thing, but their lives are completely different, completely different. I shared this in week one. If I was to stand up here and I said, man, I love my wife so much. She's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I mean, I would do anything for her. But yet you guys saw me at the mall flirting with all these different women, what would y'all's reaction be? Call them out. Y'all snitching real quick, right? I mean, it'd be, it'd be serious. I'm, I, I'm believing that some of y'all would be like, um, this ain't your wife. Who is she, right? Some of y'all would be real serious. Again, but if I was like, no, 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 it's no big deal. But listen, if I was saying that, but my actions weren't adding up, my talk is what? cheap it's worthless it's not valuable okay my words mean nothing okay because here's the thing talk is cheap actions speak right talk is cheap actions speak okay and paul was telling titus who was leading this church 
Titus, there's a lot of people around you who are acting this way. They're saying they're Christ-like. They're saying they're Christians, but they're really not because look at how they're living every single day. And right now, as I say that, some of y'all know people like this, right? You know people in your school like this, right? They're like, yeah, I was at youth last night. It was so awesome. And then they're cussing up a storm the rest of the day, right? Or they're skipping class or whatever it is, right? Talking back to you. They acted a fool right in class. Such people claim they know God, but they deny him by the way that they live. Okay? They're, I love the next part. Paul says this, because here's the thing. Because they live like this, Paul would go on to say these kind of people are, one, uh, Titus 1.16 says, they are detestable and disobedient, worthless for doing anything good. So Paul says people who claim to know God, but they deny him by the way that they live, these people are, one, detestable. You want to know what that word detestable means? That word detestable is an intense dislike for someone or something. That word detestable means an intense dislike, almost hatred for someone or something. Who knows what I find detestable? Anybody? What was it? Crocs. Crocs I find detestable. I have an intense dislike for Crocs, right? Like, y'all heard it on the podcast last week, episode uh, one. I have an intense dislike for the Croc game. Now, again, if you have Crocs, that's awesome. I'm not hating on you. Just me personally, not my thing, right? But I, I have an intense dislike for them things called Crocs, okay? Them things that look like laundry baskets. I have an intense dislike <laughs> For Crocs, okay? And Paul was saying that there are that people who claim to know God, but they deny him by the way that they live, they are detestable. In other words, these are the type of people like, man, Paul was frustrated with these kind of people. Okay? He was frustrated with these. He had he had a dislike for people like this. And the reason is is because they claim to know God, but their lifestyles were completely different. And so Paul found himself telling Titus, man, I have a real dislike for people like that. And Paul said, people like this are detestable. And he would go on to say, not only are they detestable, but they are disobedient. Y'all know what disobedient is. I didn't even got to explain it. Y'all know what disobedience is. Y'all do it on a daily basis, I'm sure. Disobedient means to refuse to obey, right? You refuse to obey. Clean your room. Two days go by. Ain't cleans your room. You refuse to obey. You know, wash the dishes. Two days go by. Ain't wash the dishes, right? Do your homework. Refuse to obey, right? Everybody here knows what it's like to be disobedient, okay? Listen, anyone ever been told to do something and didn't listen? We all have, okay? We all have. I'll never forget, uh, in elementary, my, my parents, uh, during Christmas time, I'm pretty sure your parents do the same thing. They, uh, they Christmas shopped. November, December, and they hid the gifts in the house in a specific location. I'm pretty sure your parents did the same thing. And my parents, every time they left, they had one rule, don't go in the bedroom. Now, I know why they're saying don't go in the bedroom, because the goodies are in the bedroom. The gifts are in the bedroom. Now, I want to know, I don't want to be surprised on Christmas morning 
I want to know right now, what am I going to open Christmas morning, right? So me and my sister, we always had this plan. When mom and dad leave, we're going to wait 10 minutes because you never know. They may be outside and come back in and catch us lacking, okay? So we would wait and make sure they were gone, gone, okay? And then we would go into the room and we would search and search and search. And finally, one day, we found them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting this. Ash, look, you're getting that. And I'll never forget, my parents came home one day and they found out we had been disobeying, okay, that we had been disobeying them. You want to know what they did after that? When they would leave, they would literally put baby powder on the floor. So if we opened the door, walked in, our foot imprint would be on the floor. Ah, parents are smart, man. But here's the thing. Paul said people who claim to know God but deny him by the way that they live, they are detestable and they're, do they're disobedient. In other words, these people, they don't really honor and obey what God has to say. Right? They claim, I love God, but yet they disobey him in their everyday lifestyle. Okay? So Paul was telling Titus. Right? And so think of it this way in your world. It would be like you saying, I love Jesus, but I don't honor father and mother. I love God, but I'm skipping school and not honoring the authority in my life. I love God, but I'm watching pornography in my secret time. I love God, fill in the blank, okay? So-and-so disobeying what God's word says. And Paul said, listen, was telling Titus, look, Titus, there's a lot of people around you who are detestable and straight-up disobedient. They claim to know God, but they deny him by the way that they live, okay? So they were detestable and disobedient. They refused to obey God. And Paul would just basically go on to say this. He would say, man, these type of people are worthless for doing anything good. That's a strong word. You know what that word worthless means? To not have any real value. No value whatsoever. Okay? No value whatsoever. Here's something. Here's something. What do we do with things we don't value? We toss them. We ignore them. We forget about them. Because they have no value, right? They have no value. So we completely forget about them. And here's the thing. Paul basically was telling Titus this. Titus, there's people around you who claim to know God, but they refuse to live a life that reflects that. They're detestable. They're disobedient. In all honesty, their life is worthless because they don't obey God and they just refuse to do what God's word says, okay? And that's what Paul was saying here. Here's the thing. I want to encourage you tonight, because we're about to finish. I want to encourage you tonight, teenagers. You know, if you know people like this, okay? Because Paul was telling Titus this. Titus, there's a lot of people around you who are like this. I want you to understand something. People like that don't take them seriously, because they don't take God seriously. I'm going to say that again. Don't take people like that seriously because they don't take God seriously. They don't take God seriously at all. Here's the thing. Their talk is cheap. Their talk is cheap. They say one thing and they live a completely different lifestyle. They say one thing and live. Listen, I was like that as a teenager. I really was. I mean, I, I, was, I was like that as a teenager. I would say and do all the right things at church and I ain't gonna lie to you, I was involved in the drama team, I was involved in the dance team, and I helped run cameras, all that sort of stuff, right? 
I claim to know God at church, but I denied Jesus by the way I lived everywhere else. I said all the right things here in front of the church folks, but when I was at school or when I was on anywhere else, when I was hanging out with my friends, I was a completely different person. I claimed to know God, but I denied him by the way I lived. I was skipping school, smoking weed, going to house parties on the weekends, having sex before marriage. Anything you can think of as a teenager that was rebellious against God, I did. Okay? I did. And I don't say that as a, as a flex, because if I could go back in time, I would definitely choose a different path for my life and not have gotten involved in any of it. Okay? My talk was real cheap as a teenager. Okay? When I turned 17, everything changed. I had an encounter with God and transformed my life forever. And here's the cool thing. When I went back to school my senior year of high school, I went back completely different. See, everyone before that knew what type of teenager I was. They knew that I would skip school. They knew that I would go to house bars. They knew that I would do all these other things, right? But when I gave my life to Christ for real, when I was 17 years old, like, I for real gave my life to Christ. And I'll never forget, I went back to school, and I started carrying my Bible to school, like, every day. Like, no joke. Like, I would be walking up and down the halls, not, like, not hidden in my backpack, but, like, legit walking with my Bible. I never get people thought it was the weirdest thing ever because just a few weeks ago, this was a completely different carry. But now here he is in the hallway walking with his Bible. I wasn't cussing no more. I wasn't skipping school no more. I wasn't, I wasn't talking about inappropriate things with my friends. Like every time like I had the opportunity to talk to my friends, I was like, yo, we went to, we was in youth last night and we talked about this. We t- I like everything changed. Like, and it changed so drastically. Like my sister even told me that there were girls who wanted to, like, talk to me, but they were like, your brother is, like, all into church and God now, and so I don't know if he'll even talk to me no more. Like, that's when you know things had really changed in my life. Here we all know what happened. My talk was no longer cheap. I was claiming to know God and living it out every day, and people saw it, okay? And people saw it, and that's what we want for y'all. And everything you do... Don't just claim to know God, but live it out every single day. Let your actions also match up with that, okay? Let your actions, let everything you do, say, reflect, yes, I am a Christian, okay? Let everything you think, say, do reflect that, okay? Titus 1.16, such people claim they know God, but they deny him by the way they live. They are detestable and disobedient, worthless for doing anything good. I'll close with this question. Is your talk cheap, guys? Ask yourself this serious question. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. Forget about the person to the left or to the right. Forget about your cell phone for, for two minutes. Just, just a moment with you and God right now. Ask yourself this question. Is my talk cheap? Like, oh, is my talk cheap? Like, do I say one thing? Do I claim to know God but don't live it out every single day? And if you can be honest with yourself right now, have an honest, transparent moment with God. Just answer that question. Because here's the good news. If you're here today and you are going to say, you know what, yeah, my talk has been cheap, Carrie. Like, I, 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 it has been. I, I haven't, you know, school started back up and I've already been acting a fool. I got some good news for you. Even though your talk has been cheap, I love what the Bible says in 1 John 1 verse 9. It says, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just 
to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. That word confess means to admit we are guilty. If you can have an honest moment, say, yeah, Lord, I'm guilty. My talk has been cheap. I, I, I ain't been living it right. I've been, I've been coming to church. I say all the right things, but at school, at my job, wherever else I am, I'm not living right. And I'm guilty. Man, I just want to give you an opportunity just to confess right now to God. I just want to give you an opportunity to confess. So, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going I'm to pray. I'm going to pray. And as I pray, man, here's the thing. God wants to hear from you. He wants to hear from you, okay? He wants to hear from you personally. And as I pray, as we close out, I just want you to just let God know, God, I'm sorry. I confess. I'm guilty. I have not. My talk has been cheap. Lord, I'm sorry. I confess. And I want to make things right. Please forgive me. And I want my actions. I, want, I don't want to just talk it. I want to have actions. Just say a simple prayer like that. Just talk to him like that. And say some. God hears you. He wants to hear from you personally. Okay? So as I pray, you just talk to God personally. You don't have to do it out loud, but you have a moment with God right now. Okay?